Welcome to the Turbo Duo podcast, the Turbo Duo cast, episode three. We are the higher energy superpower. <laughs> the higher energy superpower. Yeah. It's an amalgamation of... Can welcome... we just be the higher power? No. Welcome to the next level. Oh. The higher energy super system. TurboGrafx-16. Oh, that's what's called the higher energy the system? The higher energy system, yeah. And then now you're playing with power. Super power. Yep. I mean, we got to work with it. <laughs> so... Welcome, guys, to our episode three. Um, Trenton's only been here for five minutes, and he's already annoying me. Mm-hmm. Um, la- on our last podcast, we talked about Turtles 1 and 2. Uh, anything exciting happened since then? Any game pickups? Any Anything in the world of Trenton Wright exciting happening? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Any game pickup? Well, no. I mean, we had the huge thing with all the games. Right. All the Genesis games and whatnot. Was that after the episode, though? No, that oh, was yeah. before, because I mentioned it. Did That's you? how we got Hyperstone Heist. Oh, all right. Um, no game pickups, really. I picked up uh, Sonic Jam. Just more wrestling figures for me. That's right. I got That's right. no. I got Tiny Toons 2 on Nintendo. Is that like Buster's... No, it's like... Buster a, Breaks Out or whatever? No. You never played the first one on Nintendo? No. By Konami? No. It's really good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Like classic Konami goodness? Yeah. Side scrolling, yeah, it's really good. Alright. Did you play that when you were a kid? Oh, yes. But yep. that's not why we're here. No. No. I got Bug 2. I've barely played Bug 1. <laughs> but you have it. Well, I think the most significant one that I picked up that isn't even like the most expensive, I got it for 15 bucks, was NBA GMTE. Mm. Which I really want to play the, the Saturn or PlayStation version of that, because I've heard that those are... Oh, the six scaling... The top of the line, yeah, you know. Well, the 32X one has that, though. Yeah. You know, when the characters move up or down, there's there's some scaling going on there. The Samurai Showdown of basketball. Speaking of scaling, uh, we're going to be talking about Turtles uh, T, uh, TMNT 4, which is uh, Turtles in Time on Super Nintendo at some point, and that's got some, some nice scrolling and... <laughs> yeah, and uh, flinging, flinging foot soldiers <laughs> into, the, into uh, you know, the screen. We... I mean, if we're going by chronological release, we probably should talk about Turtles 4 first, but I don't want to do that. Turtles 4 did come out in the arcades before Turtles 3 came out on oh. on the Nintendo. You know, part of... When I think like about the arcades, I almost feel like we were just a little too young. You know, even though... Like, we were both born in 84, but I feel like the... Like, really kind of that sweet spot of the arcade was was that mid 80s you know to even maybe like 90 or 91 but we were only about seven at that time you know when when you had like all all those classic beat-em-ups coming out i mean you could go and see games like you know kung fu and you know all all the all the old all the old like data east arcade games and contra you know you know bad dudes or two crude dudes or a lot of these games that you know, even Double Dragon. I mean, how many times have you seen a Double Double Dragon arcade cabinet? I don't think I've ever seen one. Um, I discovered this podcast, this uh, this YouTube channel called uh, Multimedia Chronicles, and this guy has a camera. Basically, he got in 1990, and he just films himself going to all these different places in 1990, and it's a lot of it is is going to see like arcades or arcade machines and and filming them. And I don't know why, but that thing kind of like it just really 
I get like enraptured with it. Like I need to watch like old arcade stuff. And people, I get they, caught up. They were they were playing Pit Fighter at a Seven Eleven. Oh know? God, Pit Fighter. Yeah. Oh man. Like the Pit Fighter arcade machine. No, I got it. And it's. I mean, it's, it's pretty awesome. I mean, to just see, I don't know how good the game was, but you know, to be at a place where you could kind of like it was Golden Axe and Pit Fighter right next to one another. You know, and then they had Mercs at another time. You know, Mercs is the jam. So I don't know. Like, if we were 10 years older, apart from you probably being dead or looking much worse than you do today, mm. I feel mm. like I feel like we would have gotten that experience. So, you know, we did kind of miss out on it, but enough of my tangent. Um, we're here to talk about turtles. Uh, you got to keep the turtle power going. And uh, Turtles, turtles 3 is actually an interesting game. I, I think when I think back to my experience with the games, I never knew about Turtles 3 as a kid, but when we played it, several years ago i think it became my favorite turtles game on the nintendo i don't really remember that much about it now because only played it two times maybe well it has like it kind of mirrors a little bit about what turtles of time had it has characters like slash in it yeah it has uh leatherhead in it and you know kind of like chibi style characters of what was in turtles in time but the game i remember it being very much the arcade game Turtles 2, but then, like, ramped up even more, and even more refined, um, less yeah. less glitchy, um, better layouts of the levels, more interesting levels, better graphics, and also, um, we'll, well, we'll get to it, but another aspect that makes the game, I think, a lot, even more playable, um, th- the interesting thing about Turtles 3, even though it was you know, probably the it probably is technically the best game. It might not be everybody's favorite on on the original NES, but that's because most people don't even like really well, know about it, it. So so it came out in February of 1992, which by then everybody was talking about Super Nintendo, the 16-bit wars. You know, TMNT4 was going to be coming out in August, so everybody was hyped up for that. Uh, I I have to imagine um, there were almost no developers from the original two games that ended up developing Turtles Three. Almost all of the people that were working on the first two games now were working on Turtles 4, uh, you know, uh, Turtles in Time. Mm. Because, remember, Turtles in Time was an arcade game. It came out a few months before Turtles 3 did on the NES. So those people, those developers, were working on that arcade game. You know, remember, arcades were still were, were still big at the time. And so this kind of, this B team was working on Turtles 3. And there was only one guy that had even any involvement with the other two games. His name was Masaki, uh, I'm going to butcher this, Kishimoto. Master Splinter. Come on now. (laughs) Um, And he was a visual programmer. Um, And this team, they kind of like, you know, they had like this pride about themselves. They called themselves Eat, Sleep, and Play. And that's basically what all they wanted to do. And it it kind of shows in the game. because I think I think the game's awesome. I can't wait to try it out again, and I, I have a strong feeling I'm gonna like it just as it's much like as I did song, last time. You know? Play all night, sleep all day. Oh, that's uh, slaughter. <laughs> that's slaughter, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up all night, sleep all. Up yeah, all night, sleep all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. Um, the game is actually now under the Konami name. So as we talked about in the last episode. Uh, Ultra Games was the subsidiary of Konami that was the publisher of those two games. By this point now, there is no need to have uh, these separate arms to produce more games because Nintendo is in a full-fledged fight with Sega at this point, and they need all... We want all the games. They need all dicks on hand. I mean, excuse me, they need all hands on deck. 
Did I say that wrong? I'm so sorry. <laughs> it all depends, baby. <laughs> oh, shout out to the uh, porn shop that we went to in uh, South Carolina, what, 10 years ago now? Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So now under the Konami name, um, they're producing as many games as they want. And, of course, being Konami, pretty much everything they touched turned to gold. So they were allowed to produce as much as they wanted. Um, now it had that nice silver outline, which when you saw that at the video store, you knew you were getting a good game. The silver outline? The, what? the Konami the Konami boxes were typically, and Konami cartridges typically had a silver background to them. Or a silver outer, outer um, edge to them. What are you talking about? So, like, the cartridge, the sticker on the cartridge was usually had silver on it. On what games? Um, hold on. Oh, that. Oh, oh okay. So the, so, the outside of the cartridges, or the, oh, or the background of the cartridges, part. were silver. I was silver. thinking, like, literally silver. Like a... Like a like, okay. You're like, thinking like, too deep. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. So, the, yeah, so... The, so Turtles 3 has that silver Konami background. And um, so, like I said, Turtles 3 is known for having a lot more polish. Um, the individual uh, Turtles actually have their own special moves this time. In Turtles 2, they didn't. They actually had all the same. If you hit A and B at the same time, they would all have the same special move. And they would you know, you'd lose a bar of life, let's just say. And almost like in Streets of Rage 2, where you do your special move and you lose some health, but it kind of gets you out of a difficult situation. Each character has their own special move this time, which is kind of cool. Um, the game is known also for being a little bit more even in its difficulty. It's not going to spike with a crazy difficulty or the boss battles are going to be sort of insane. It's It's got a much more even difficulty. And if I remember correctly, I think the first time we played it, it was it was tough, but I think we beat it with like about a continue to go. We definitely got through the game. Um, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. Uh, you know, game over or anything like that. I don't remember. I was. I do. Thinking. <laughs> it was probably like 2002, 2003. Yeah. I think that was the first. That was when I got it. I think. Is that when you got it? When we played it. I think it was from. It had to be from. Uh, GameStop. Well, we played it um, in 2012, I think. So it would have been seven years ago now. No, didn't we play it before then? Though? No, we played it at, at my apartment after we after we had moved in. That was that was the first time we played it. Mm-hmm. That I played it, that's for sure. I could have sworn we played it before yeah. when I was in Willamette. Yeah, it was kind of one of those like aha moments. It's like I didn't even know that this existed, <laughs> and it's amazing. Ah. Uh, this, so the story of Turtles Three is that so at the end of Turtles Two, uh, the turtles uh, trap Shredder into Dimension X. And they believe he's going to be stuck there forever. But, of course, you know, just like Bowser, Shredder always <laughs> comes back, finds his way back. You know, he, he kidnaps April O'Neil or, you know, Princess Peach, right? And uh, and he actually takes Manhattan Island and lifts it into the sky as a floating island. The Manhattan Projects. That, projects. Right. Right. So it actually doesn't have the title of of the game is you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three, um, the Manhattan Project, but it has nothing to do with the bomb. It's it's just uh, sort of Shredder's Manhattan Project, so to speak. Now the key difference about this game that I think is significant is that Gone from Two is the need 
to pull away from the enemies as you're fighting them. So what I mean by that is if you if you punch them, you can just keep wailing away on them. You don't need to back away from the character because they have some sort There's of like invincibility. Hit detection. Right. Well, it gives, them, like... it, it gives them like a, like a moment of invincibility <laughs> where it, where yeah. they can hit you and you can't hit them. In Turtles 3, they fix that. So now it's just like just playing any other buttons. Yeah, playing any other traditional beat 'em up. You can just keep you can keep wailing on them, and I think that makes for a much more fluid game. Yeah, gameplay. enjoyable experience that you can just you know continue to focus on one guy and you don't have to pull away and then by chance maybe get sucked into know, another. Unless battle. you want to focus on multiple guys at a time. You, that's something that you know you've told me you've been thinking about and that's okay. I will support you if you want to do that in the game. All right. Um, so I mean, not really much else to be said. It's it's a. Um, a little bit of a longer game than Turtles 2. Uh, the levels are a little bit longer. And uh, all in all, it's just a fantastic experience. It won Best NES Game of 1992 by the best magazine of all time. <laughs> the best. Electronic Gaming. Monthly. Monthly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you have the mumps. Monthly. Yeah. Um, so I'm. Uh, needless to say, I'm excited to, to check out this game. I mean, what were like the other games in contention? Like Alfred Chicken? In 1992, I mean, the NES was like in a tailspin at that point. Not to be confused with the game Tailspin. Oh boy, I really set myself up for that one. I mean, what were I? I think Alfred Chicken was like one of the last games on Nintendo. Kirby's Adventure, Mega Man Six. All right, those were all 1994 releases. On Nintendo. On NES. Yeah. Well, hot damn. Uh, Star Tropics Two, Zoda's Revenge. Ooh. But we're not talking about 1994. <laughs> we're talking about the Nine Deuce, 1992. Nine Deuce. Uh, do you? I mean, do you have any recollection of this game? I mean, were we all focused on Turtle, Turtles in Time at that point? Yes. I had said goodbye to the Nintendo. You hadn't had the Nintendo for that long though, had you? You got it in what? Three years. 1990. 89. Oh, all right, so that by you had it for a few years then. Yeah. Okay. We had gotten our NES back in uh, back on Parsonage Street in Rocky Hill, nineteen ah uh, yes nineteen eighty seven, <laughs> early on. That's because you had an older brother. Yeah, well, I I, <laughs> I I had an uncle who was eight years older than me, so we basically just absorbed everything that they had. I, yeah. I've mentioned before that we had an Atari seventy eight hundred, and then we ended up getting the NES um, shortly thereafter, which. Obviously, it was way better than the than the 7800. I mean, you you can only play so much pole position too before you kind of get bored of of that. You know, um, I talk all the time about going on an adventure in a video game, and there wasn't really much to be had on the on the uh, except for Frogger. You got to give it up to Frogger always. Frogger is the king. True, true, true. Yep. Another Konami game, <laughs> Frogger. You got a whole Konami cabinet over there. I do, I do. We have a in the studio here. We've got a uh, we've got a Konami arcade unit that's got uh, a bunch of the classic NES games. Although I think they're better on NES than they are in the arcade. Well, a lot of them. I think Contra is better, definitely better on the NES. Uh, Blades of Steel is better on the NES. I can't speak for Gyrus because I've never <laughs> played Gyrus on the NES, but I imagine the uh, the ball the ball controller is probably better in that uh, on the on the arcade unit yeah yeah um so what do you say do you want to give tmnt3 a shot and uh yes because i don't remember most of it all right and uh we'll come back and 
and let you guys know what we're thinking about it. Stay tuned. We're back. Right, we're back from playing Turtles 3, and I have to say, there's going to be some conflicting information here. From uh, from what I said earlier, actually, I, I have to say. Um, Contradictory conflicts. All, all, all in all, it's still the same kind of perception, though. The game is um, way more ambitious, I think, in a lot of ways than, than Turtles 2, just with the sheer enemy count. I, I mean, in, just in that first level alone... I think we encountered at certain points, or the second level, the one where you're riding the, 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 the board, surfboards. Surfboard. There were up to what? Surfboard. Ten, ten characters on screen at once. It's just molasses. It really, in really slows. It, it really slows down. But, you know, again, it's, it doesn't make it it's better. It's one of those things that in a beat 'em up, it doesn't. I don't really think it affects. No, it doesn't make the game. Like the game as a whole. Unplayable. It's just it. You know the. The flow of it is just slow, which actually kind of helps sometimes because it helps you line up your attacks. To be... yeah, just like it, like shoot 'em ups when you when the slowdown yeah. happens, that actually helps you. Yeah, if you want to play in the hunt on Sega Saturn, well, you're playing those shmups. Well, say, no, <laughs> you, you, can, you can say shooter and you can say shoot 'em up. You... Playing the shooter McGavins. No, nobody that says shmup is allowed in this house. <laughs> I don't know where people got that. I don't know if that's a, like a younger generation thing. I've heard older people say it though. So it could have been just, like, where you were from, you know? Like, I know... I don't associate with those types of people. Well, I know the the, <laughs> the GameSack guys on, on YouTube, they say they say shmup, or at least the Nintendo guy does. Just a cringe every time you hear it. Oh, gosh, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, and, you know, I, previously I was saying how... Previously. They, they, fixed, they fixed the issue with, you know, invincibility with the enemies, but I, I, I'm coming away from playing it again... For the first time in seven years, I kind of don't agree with that. I it's think the same. You still have to back away at a touch. It might not be as much as the second game, where you don't have to do as much, but or I mean, it could be that when you hit them, they bounce back a little bit, and that causes, depending on if you're on the same plane or not. You know, I'm, I'm not so sure, but I, I feel I I I wanted to keep backing away after I hit. My instinct was telling me, like Turtles 2, you need to kind of back away a little bit because I was get I was getting damage when I was just trying to hit them. Constantly. Oh, yeah. Um, what else? There, uh, oh, enemy variety, I think, is actually pretty good in this game. Oh, definitely. Um, I think we played, we played three levels, and I think we probably saw... On that second level, there had to be at least eight or nine... Well, you had... Like, different variations. Yeah, you had the guys with swords, the guys with spears, the regular foot soldiers... The yellow guys who shoot sand. The rock, the boulder guys. Well, you've got the the, the rock men. You've got the rock men who do the um, the gun, the I beam, and, the, and, and, then, and then and then the gun. There was two different foot clans. Ones with the spears. There was ones that would. I think there was ones that would like kind of like hold it above the head, like throw it, and then there's other kinds uh, just hold it like the, regular. The ones that are straight out, almost like a yeah. Spartan, or like a, some kind of mythical. And then you had. Um, the whip guys. And then the blue guys that were in the machines when you were on the... Was that the, the third uh, level? And then they had the other, the blue foot clan that had the uh, the bowling, the big bowling balls. The boulders, balls. yeah. But there were the ones that were in like the um, like the air sort of uh, machine gun machine, which yep. is kind of like the hovering other, above you and, which and shooting bullets down, raining bullets in down. turtles die. Yeah. So, I mean, all in all, still just a lot of fun. Uh, we got to slash and the game froze because I neglected to clean my cartridge. Which um, is fine. 
Yeah, I mean, well, we, we I think we got enough of a, a cross section of the, the game. gist of it. Um, I st- I think the um, the music in the second one is better. Yeah, I agree. Like that first level is just like is just yeah. like pulsing. Yeah. And you just want to keep playing. This one is just kind of it's just kind of like it's like variations of the Turtles theme song. It's almost like just like kind of back background music. It just kind of like they threw it in the game. I mean, it's not bad, but compared to the, the Turtles two, the mu- the music in that is just way better. Well, I I think the first level of the first game though has an arranged version of the no, Turtles I know, theme but... song. Which is, but it kind of fits the mood it of, pumps. of what's going on in the game, yeah. It really, really pumps in that game. It, it makes you feel like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to, yeah, I'm ready to go. Um, I agree. I think that the music is a little bit more. It's hard to place. It doesn't necessarily sound like it's Turtles music. You know? I mean, I'd have to play them back to back, but I feel like the second one maybe plays a little faster too. Moves. The one thing I liked. Faster. The one thing I liked about Turtles Three is that I feel like it's more open. I feel like you've got more room, oh, yeah. more room to move. And I think that's one of the reasons they did that is because there's so many enemies that they are putting on screen. You need to have that yeah. that space. I mean, the the surfing level, it kind of reminds me of the surfing level in uh, Turtles in Time a little bit. There's actually well, they, some... Well, they had to have... Well, obviously, because it has a lot of the same yeah, enemies, too. There, there, so was, were... there, were, there was some parallax in the background. Um, you see the clouds going by and then, you know, the, the land kind of passing slowly. Um, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, I, I forgot to say this earlier, but... Um, Shredder uses the Hyperstone, this crazy rare element uh, rock from Dimension X that he brings back to lift Manhattan in the sky. He's like, I'm and, taking April and Manhattan. And, yeah. <laughs> what does he say? Come, come and get me if you want to see them again. Like, who's them? Like all the people of Manhattan. Yeah. It, it starts. It's really out, just about saving it, April. It, it starts Fuck out Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> It starts out, of course, they're you know they're they're taking a vacation. Yeah, from their their day, their nine to five jobs. Yeah. Of eating pizza and living in the sewer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if it takes if it takes place right after Turtles too, then they're taking a vacation from getting rid of Shredder, right? Yeah, yeah you know, just four big ass turtles chilling on the beach, normal things. Hey, you know, <laughs> not a problem. We watched. Um, it was funny because we had friends over. A couple weeks ago and and, and 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 the and the, the guy um put on turtles one on amazon prime and so we watched all oh, the movie of, we watched oh. all of of tmnt one you watched the, the whole the, movie the live action yeah nice nice yeah i watched the whole movie i still haven't watched baby boy but i'm <laughs> intending on it it's better that you don't at this point no i'm intending on it the the point is i need to intend <laughs> on watching it and never watch it. <laughs> That's what keeps this thing going. Trenton let me borrow the movie Baby Boy. Because it's great. With, with what, Tyrese? Yeah. Tyrese, he's the main character. Yeah. Um, about, Y'all want some breakfast. About four years ago. About like, you and know, Bing Two residences ago for me. And, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I still haven't watched it. Still have it. It's like in the garage. It's in the garage like somewhere. Like sitting in front of the yeah. door for some yeah. reason. <laughs> it's got to sit right there, right on top of the lockbox. <laughs> And uh, I've got an intention to watch it, and that's that's I mean, all. Everyone it, has intention to do things. That's all. That's all that matters. Well, you know, listen, it's good to have goals. <laughs> I wouldn't put watching Baby Boy at the top of my list. Well, at or this point, it's anyway. becoming an insurmountable one, so I yeah. would say it's probably a goal at this point. Oh, anything else to say about this game? I, I, um, the the boss battles, um, at least the the one that we got into, the was boss. very was very pattern based, and I don't remember. 
Turtles 2 having pattern-based boss battles where you had to time well, the, what was happening with the well, boss, and then and then you had a window to hit them. The Turtles 2 game, I remember, you'd have to do certain actions to hit the hit the boss without getting hit by the boss. And the well, fir- the first one, uh, no, the first the first boss, which was Rocksteady, right? Right in the in the uh, both of them, they apartment. both use the same. No, what I'm saying in this game too is Rocksteady, but I don't know if he, he really had a he had a pattern in this one, really. It was like the same thing. But he would like load up to run, so you knew when he was going to oh, do that. Right. The, um, side, the second boss definitely he would run, run, the and bowl. then he gets he would just yeah. run off into the corner, he keep would go running, three and that's times when you got to attack yeah, him. He, he would like he would like get his steam up and then run right, left, right, or or left, right, left, and then he would stick to that part of the screen for about three or four seconds where you could you could get in like three, four, five, just hits. mash him from behind. Yeah, just beat on him from behind, and then about halfway through. He goes up to the wall and rips off a pipe. Steel beam. Which is awesome. I mean, that's just great. What can you say? The guy rips a beam off of a wall and starts the big smacking man, you with it. Big man holding the pipe is what you're Yeah, about. he's just beating you with his pipe. <laughs> um, and then, we, of course, we got the slash and I, you know, the, the game glitched out. But I like that third level because it's you're basically on highway that has gaps in it because of all the destruction from it being lifted in the sky. Yeah, it's There's, a bridge. Yeah, I think that's that just... I like the locale. I like being the first level. You're in a you're on a sandy beach in Key you're West. You're in Key West. You know the second level. You're you're on the. You gotta make it to Shredder Deeds. You're on the surfboard ski. Deeds. Yeah. You know, and then you're and then you're in the you're, you're actually on Manhattan. I, I just I like that progression. Um. You know, I just I just think that's that's it's not, you have a feeling like you're you're a sense of like traveling going closer and closer to Shredder. Um, but I, I think it's great. I mean, it's it, you really can't go wrong with the Turtles games, the Turtles uh, beat 'em up games. I, like you said, I'd have to play two and three back to back, and and I think at this point I'd have to, I'd have to, because there was so much slowdown. I didn't think that there was that much <laughs> in this game, but there is so much slowdown to the point where like eight characters you almost feel like the game's gonna stop while, <laughs> especially in that in that water level where there's like eight guys jumping yeah, they just out of the water. All so I'd really have to play them now, kind of back to back. I, I remember back. I don't know, you know, the way you remember things from when you were younger is different from you know how you actually they actually are. So I remember it being a lot smoother, but you know we have to play through it to see. Needless to say, if you have a chance to play one of these games, guys, play t- Turtles two or three. It's a disservice not to. These these are fantastic games. And luckily they're not uh they're not expensive. You're like around around twenty twenty five bucks. I think Turtles three is more a little bit more expensive, but yeah, you're gonna spend twenty five bucks yeah. for it. You know, I wouldn't pay too much more for it, but um. Oh, the other thing too is the same guy who drew, um, like Turtles in Time and uh, the Hyperstone Heist drew the Turtles three cover, and it's 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 pretty awesome cover. I mean, it's, it is it's, good. It's yeah. a very very gritty sort of. Um, a lot of definition, a lot of character. When you, when you see a game that's got really good cover art, it makes you want to play it even more. And, and I think and they put like a whole bunch of characters on the front of it. Well, so it has like Triceratons <laughs> on the cover, and it has Casey Jones apparently, and they're neither neither of them are in the game. But Not really. that was what Konami mm-hmm. gave him this guy to to you know to draw. Um, I forget what his name is. I wonder if I had any notes here. I don't think I do. It'll it'll come up. But um but anyways, Turtles 3, great game. And now 
We can turn our attention. And now we can turn the our main event. Well, we got kind of two main events because um, the secret is I've actually been playing quite a bit of Hyperstone Heist. And you son of a! I bitch. know. I'm sorry. Listen, Sal wanted to play it. My son wanted to play it, and uh, yeah, we've been having some fun with uh, with the Hyperstone Heist. So we'll get into that here soon. So let's talk about TMNT4, Turtles talk? in Time. You know, 1991 brought on Super Mario World, Pilot Wings, right? You know, some of these games that ushered in that, that 16-bit era, sure. so, so to speak. But in terms of beat-em-ups... And eat-em-ups. And especially, you know... So when, when we talk about Turtles 4, I, I think you have to talk about... The other major beat-em-ups, which we've already done at nauseum, but <clears throat> Streets of Rage 2 came out in 1992, I believe, and that game had way bigger sprites than the first game. Had it just everything was just amplified in terms of of everything about the characters, the sound, the action, and TMNT 4 was exactly that analog for the Super Nintendo. When you compare Turtles 2 or Turtles 3 to Turtles 4. Well, everything different is, system. Everything, I'm just saying, everything is bigger. It was like, that was, you know, if you were a beat-em-up fan, that was a reason to jump in, jump in at that point. Because you weren't getting an experience like that on the on the Nintendo. No. When, like, Final Fight came out a little bit after that? No, Final Fight was actually close to a launch game for Super Nintendo. Oh, okay. But it was only one player, so that was... Yeah. I mean, if you were by yourself, that would be fine, you know? But it's everything is... That's yeah. how I was, man. Everything's four times better when it's two player, you know. Yeah, I see how that math it isn't, works. It, it doesn't. It doesn't just become <laughs> two times better because it's two players. It becomes four times better because it's just that much more fun to kind of work with a with, with a friend through through levels like that. And the cool thing about TMNT four, <clears throat> you know, Sega talked all the time about how you know they brought the arcade home, you know, Golden Axe. There was the the commercial about Sega arcade games and. There's these two parents that want to get their son in the Golden Axe game. And so he gets a Genesis and brings it home and starts playing on, on the screen. And then they open the door and they've got the arcade unit. And they're like, we've got your Golden Axe. <laughs> Kicking the door. But he's already playing it on the Genesis. And he's like, I don't need the arcade anymore because I got the Genesis version. I got it already. And the, and the arcade version of Golden Axe compared to the home version, arcade version is better. Well, it's got more color. You know. It's got more animation. It's got scaling. That doesn't occur in the home version. But when you compare Turtles in Time in the arcade to Turtles in Time on the Super Nintendo, they're almost... I mean, except for the four players going down to two players. There's right. four players in the arcade, two players at home. Other than that, by and large, it was the same game. In fact, it was expanded on because they had the Mode 7 effects. And for anybody who doesn't know, it's basically that view, if you've ever seen a Super Nintendo game where, like an F-Zero, where there's that flat plane that almost makes the game look three-dimensional. And it rotates. Um, and it's you know, rotating and, and, and moving around like, a, like an F-Zero. Or um, <clears throat> Another example is not, not a great one, but in Super Mario World, when the bosses, when you, when you beat them, they kind of like stretch and twist it, around. Yeah. Um, but you had those mode seven effects in this game, which, which expanded on it, but you could throw the foot soldiers into the screen and that alone was, was just, you know, revolutionary. I mean, you never saw a character like that get larger into the screen 
unless you owned a Neo Geo and nobody you knew. <laughs> nobody. Owned yeah, that. I mean, you talked about how it was crazy that I played and you know knew somebody who had a Master System back in 1991. <laughs> like, think about who, who had a Neo Geo, <laughs> even even a smaller population. You know, so it's we weren't like we weren't 30. seeing we weren't seeing scaling at the time, and so. Turtles in Time was was actually kind of revolutionary for for that, and also for being about as arcade perfect as you could get from actually having the arcade unit itself. I mean, it did pretty much everything. There were a few frames of animation that were lost in the translation. Um, there were some level introductions that they didn't include. You know, every every time you'd go to a new level, there would be like this you know level introduction. But you know, th- they could have put that in. For some reason, they decided not to. Um, there are some bosses in different places, um, like I think in in Turtles in Time in the arcade, on the on the pirate ship, um, I think Taka is is in that level, um, as an enemy, you know, like Taka and Raza or Razor. I mean, as the boss. Yes. Instead of Bebop and Rocksteady it's, as the pirates. It's it's yeah it's it's at least the the dog one, and it could be even. Um, Rocksteady. I actually forget now which one it is, but there there's a couple bosses that are different Bows. between the two, which I don't know if they just changed them to make it flow a certain way. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, they actually added the Technodrome level in the Super Nintendo. They didn't have that in, Technodrome. in, in the ar- yeah in the arcade version. It was just all of the <clears throat> you know they went they, they you know the beginning of Turtles in Time. They get lured to the Technodrome. And Shredder basically tricks them into coming, and he he basically has them go back in time. He's got this time machine, and he forces them back in time, and they've got to fight their way back to the future. Um, you know, kind of dumb, but when you're eight years old, it doesn't matter. It's awesome. It's Ninja Turtles, man. Yeah, you know, and going back in time, you go back in the first level. You're fight. You're you're jumping over dinosaurs. You know. It was just, I think it was so funny when you saw foot soldiers being carried in by pterodactyls. Mm-hmm. You know? It was just like, holy crap, this is... It's awesome. And then the Rockmen were in that... Rockmen were in that too. stage, and I think that's where you fight Slash at the end, right? At the end of that level? That's a tough boss. I think he's the toughest boss of the game. And that might be... That's like the second level. It's the first yeah. level where you go back in time. But then there's, you know, the there's the Old West level, which kind of reminds me of uh, Sunset Riders. No, wait, it's not... Isn't what? Isn't that like the third level? So the the, you're the train. No, or, where you go back the in, when one. you go back in time. Because um, the first one is prehistoric turtlesaurus. No, but it's not the it's not the second level. It's like the third level. Because you're the first level is New York, where you're on the oh construction on, the, on the girder site, on the girders, and then you go and you have to, you have to fight Shredder, you have to fight Shredder, and then he's that's when he sends you back in time. That's right. So it's the third level, the fir- the third actual level, but the first level back in time. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right, because uh, Baxter Stockman is the first boss. <clears throat> yeah, and the second level is where you're throwing the throwing, soldiers yep, into the yep. into Shredder, and then he jumps through the screen yep. and sends you back in time. Yeah, that that level actually reminds <clears throat> me of, uh, we played it the other day, Battletoads, where you're throwing the, the rocks at the screen and it's cracking. Oh, yeah. Same kind of thing. Yeah, it is. Um, Battletoads on Sega Genesis. Some really cool parallax in that game. <laughs> I, I was I was I was wowed. It's always about the parallax scrolling. Well, I, I, is it parallax or is it the layers? It looks almost three dimensional when you're going through that tunnel. If anybody knows Battletoads on on the NES, when you're going through the tunnel and you're and you're um, smashing against the side walls to kill the birds and 
and kind of watch out for the the electricity going on your way down on the genesis the graphics aren't really that much better but for some reason um, the foreground image of you going down and the background are very distinct and it almost looks three-dimensional the the difference between the foreground and the background I, I really can't explain it if you get a chance to play it um, you, you'll kind of see what I'm talking about but um, as far as Turtles 4 goes um, you know they have that level where you're throwing the guys into the screen but it's for a purpose it's because you're trying to actually destroy Shredder's um, you know machine gun machine that he's he's shooting you with um, <clears throat> to throw oh to throw them into the screen you have to press down and the punch button at a special time and that's what gets the guys thrown into the screen yeah it's like after you you have you like hit them once where they kind of like crouch over oh that's right and then you'll yeah then you'll like grab them yeah they grab they, they do like the belly grab or it's like when you if you um if you run into them you do like that shoulder shoulder dash you can run into them and they'll you kind of yes. hit them and then then you can throw them. Yes, and we're not going to play Turtles Four just because we've played it countless times. But the one thing, and this is kind of we'll talk about this with Hyperstone Heist, but um, you you can't actually decide to run. It's you hold forward. Yeah, and gradually for go. like a second, and then he'll start to run, and then you can hit you can put the, push the action button and he'll do like this shoulder charge into the yeah. guy. Which is actually a pretty cool move, and uh-huh. it, stuns, it stuns them. So, um, but this game was kind of a, um, you know, it was one of the best games on. It's one of my favorite games on the Super the Nintendo. The best. It was actually the first game I had on Super Nintendo. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, I asked you before this. I said, you know, I don't have any. I don't have any stories for for. Well, this that's game. why I say that. Well, that's good. <laughs> I'm glad you did. And of course, it's the first game that you had on the Super Nintendo. So tell me. It this, was. Tell me this story. How did you? Was, was that not, was that why? Was, was that why? Because um, we know the heartbreak that you had at at, at KB Toys or Caldor yeah, with Turtles like a, Two. This was a makeup for it. Yeah. Uh, ooh, okay. <laughs> the retribution. <laughs> so what, uh, so I don't what know. Year, I remember. Year was I remember this? Um. Well, this the Super Nintendo came out in what ninety one. Yes. September, so it had September to be, August September of ninety one. So it had to be. You know, it probably was like March of '92 because that was my birthday. Oh, so you, you, it was like hot. Yeah, it was new because it was new, new, hot, hot. <clears throat> and I remember, I remember getting a birthday card because I, I think this is what I, I remember getting a birthday card and on a thing, it said that I was getting a Super Nintendo. So I haven't picked it up yet. Who's who my mom that? was gonna get me a Super Nintendo. So that was the Super Nintendo that came with, you know, it came with the two Mario controllers World. and Mario World. Yeah. But we got it at the same time at Caldor, because I remember looking at the, you know, the Caldor used to have the, the weekly advertisements. Mm-hmm. And I think on it, I, I'm pretty sure they had, like, their games on sale. And there was, like, just a picture of, like, three games. And it was, I'm pretty sure it was, like, Super Tennis. Wait, this is after you got the Super Nintendo. No, I had, we haven't even got it yet. But if you got it in March, this game came out in August of 92. In 92, so yeah. maybe it was that. Because it was definitely on my birthday I got it, so maybe it was the year after? Or it could have like, been, been. been the summertime. You could have gotten it in the summertime. I'm pretty sure it was my birthday, though. But those were the first... I, I you sure it was in 93? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. It might have been. Because it was what? It would have been 8? No, been it would have been 9. 92. If you, yeah, it would have been 9 if it was 93. Yeah, it had to be. Okay, so 93 I, then. Mom wasn't just like, oh, it's July. Want to go get a Super Nintendo? <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's not how it was with us. We had no money. Everything was strapped. It's like once a year. You know. Birthday and Christmas. That's when you get your stuff. You know. That was it. I gotta gotta stop us here because it's just, it boggles my mind that my son has more, more, like, like Trenton said to me one time, he said, your son has more bath toys than toys I ever had as a kid. And we're, it, we're, we're surrounded by 300 different plush toys of Mario, Sonic, right. Luigi, Yoshi, we just, went to the, we just went to the flea market Knuckles, this past week. The fucking Spyro the Dragon. Who has a Spyro the Dragon plush? I don't know, it was Christmas time. I don't know. We <laughs> found it. it was an impulse buy. I, I, got my, I got my TV that day. There's like 18 Yoshis on the floor. <laughs> well, those Granted, kind of, they're kind of for you. Those are kind of mine. Yeah. But we did get like 20 action <laughs> figures this weekend at the flea market. Yeah, including an, about Ninja Turtle including about ten there. Ninja Turtle characters because my son now is into the into the Ninja Turtle. Well, of Turtles. course, back then we had to pay full price. We weren't just going to right. the flea market, right? And, like getting like twenty of them. They for, were like, like ten the, bucks. I, I mean, we, he probably got twenty five figures for fifteen or twenty bucks. Of course, it was a different era. It's like our dads like watched TV and Pretty collected much. baseball cards. Maybe my dad. They weren't like. That. There wasn't. There weren't video. There weren't my, like. They weren't growing up playing video games. No, my, my dad collected rutabagas. <laughs> it's he was like he was like a celery stalks. He, he was like a Russian farmer from the Soviet Union, you know, just the just, Italian Dwight Schrute. Yeah, just just, just growing beets. beets. Just growing beets. Let's see how many different ways you can make eggplant parmesan. Pretty much. I mean, my father really didn't have any interests. I mean. I mean, all, all it was is, well, no, you had the Italian national soccer team. You would salute the flag every morning. That's it. Say the and national the anthem. And the Yankees. Well, we had to convert him. He was a Mets that, fan? He was a Sox fan. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. But they broke his heart in 86, so. <laughs> so he gave up. That's yeah. it. <laughs> well, with us all liking the Yankees and my uncles liking the Yankees, he's like, screw it, I'll get on board, you know, might as well. The, the Yankees won won the championship in 96, 97, 98. He's like, well, I might as well join a winning team, you know. But, aye, aye, aye. you know, he has so many toys. We like to call that an enabler. Well, that's a problem <laughs> that I have, and I get it. But I had, we didn't have any money back then. I mean, I had, I had a brontosaurus, because it was still called a brontosaurus back then. <laughs> I had a plastic brontosaurus. I had and a ball and a cup. I had yeah. I had a, I had I had one Ninja Turtle that I got because it was in the lost and found at school. <laughs> so I stole it. Yep. Um, I had uh, a Hershey's truck with kisses on top, and I don't know a fucking ball of string. I don't know. We had like four toys <laughs> and like and a we, Joe Camel sticker yeah, pack. And we had to like like that was our that was our like our bath time was like making up a story out of those things. Well, in kindergarten, I, I do remember having a lot of Ninja Turtles figures. I do remember yeah. that. We did not. <coughs> Cash was tight. Cash was Pockets tight. Pockets was tight, baby. Yeah. You know, you got a, if you got a new game, it was probably on the discount rack. That's how I ended up with Super Dodgeball. Mm. It was one of those discount CSK. Image Soft Games, 1999. Oh, I had to be. Well, so anyway, so it had to have been 93. It came out in the end of 92. August of 92 is when Turtles 4 came out. Yeah, and it wasn't. I didn't get it for Christmas, so it must have been that following. All right, so you got it like a year and a half into its life. Yeah. When did you get your Sega? <sighs> probably, probably like that Christmas, probably. Damn. I, no, uh, fourth grade. So I got the next year. Mom must have got a nursing raise. <laughs> it was the next year I got the Sega. So 94. Yeah. 
it had to have been the next year. Um, but yeah, yeah, I do. I remember looking at the Caldor Flyer and um, had. Um, I mean, that would make Zelda, sense. That had, would make sense that it was on sale had, in '93. Had Zelda came out, the links, uh, links to uh, that was that was almost at the beginning. Ninety-one. That that uh, link to the past came out. It was. Yeah. Yeah, I remember they had the. So the, I'm pretty sure the games were on sale were Super Tennis, Zelda, and um, and Turtles in Time. And I think they were forty nine ninety nine because usually the games then were fifty nine or sixty four ninety nine. It all depended on how much memory was in them. Yeah, and that was uh that was the game I got. So it was that and Super Mario. Sometimes you you lose, sometimes you win. And I remember hooking it up in the TV downstairs and like playing it for the first time. It was, I don't even remember, I think I might have played it, and my friend, um, Jesse Clark, who lived down the street, I remember we, he had a birthday party, and we all went to Chuck E. Cheese, and mm-hmm. I think that's, I remember, the first time I remember playing Turtles you, in Time you played the at, arcade at Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. Was that before you got the arcade It had to have been. The, um, SNES Because that's probably why I wanted it so bad. Yeah, I mean. Like, I mean, obviously, you had Turtles too. I mean that's what that's like what I'm talking about though about arcade games like I never got to see even a <clears throat> Turtles in Time arcade unit. Well, because no one was. I don't, I don't even think anyone. I think that's kind of when the, the Ninja Turtles like kind of fell off like. 90, 93, 94. <clears throat> I don't even think anyone was already talking about. I mean, fifth grade we were kind of. I wasn't really big into it, but everyone it was like Power Rangers everything. Yeah, Power Rangers had become <coughs> big by like, around 92, 93. Then, yeah, no one was really mm-hmm. talking about Turtle Ninja Turtles anymore. But were like you the, into, the were, games... Were, were you into the Power Rangers, though? No, I wasn't. I watched it because everyone else was watching it. So it was right. like in the morning right before school is when it was on. Yeah. And then so it was like everyone would be talking about it. So I kind of watched it. I was kind of into it, you know. Yeah, I know. But Zordon! Zordon! By that, point, <laughs> by that point, my brother had taught me to masturbate, so... <laughs> So you masturbated to the Pink Ranger. Power Rangers have, weren't really on my uh, on my radar. So more into American Gladiators. Yeah, watch a uh, storm. Yeah, it's bulging. What were some of their names? I don't. Was it Laser and Storm and Azer and Laser and Blazer? All types of Azers. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So Turtles in Time. So that's a cool story then. You know, kind of your. So wait, you so you rolled with Super Mario World until that point? No, no, I got them at the same time. Oh, at so, the same damn right, time. Right, right, okay. It was literally it was like a Super Nintendo box, and I opened the other one. Oh, yeah. and what are you Turtles doing with yourself? Time. You have Super Mario World <laughs> and Turtles in Time at the same time. I mean, you, you probably thought you struck Lotto. I mean. Yeah, it didn't get much better than that. And then uh, speaking of another beat 'em up, I remember. Looking through the the Funko Land flyer, the, the, the flyer, the newspaper, the newspaper flyer, <laughs> would highlight all the games I, used I to wanted. Love those. And I, that was one I, I picked up. I think the next game I because I remember think I bought it. I think I'd saved up like either birthday money or allowance, and I got uh, Final Fight. That was like the next game I got. I mean, honestly, you can't go wrong. And it was with only that. like because it was. I know I didn't spend it. I think it might have been only been like fifteen dollars at that point, like a used copy, obviously. Well, Just I mean, they're because pro- probably Final Fight Two had come out. <clears throat> yes. Final, Final Fight CD probably was was coming out. Because Final Fight came out right, probably right at the beginning of the. Right in the beginning, Nintendo, it was, so if it was, it already been out for a while. I can't remember if it was a launch game or if it came out right after, but it was very very close. Yeah. That it had come out, and I mean that game did well i mean it sold over a million copies well you know i mean people people it was good except for the fact that just didn't have two player otherwise it was pretty much but i wonder how much of that is is like revisionist history like now that we 
can have access to all these two-player beat 'em up games. Well, now you know Final Fight isn't isn't you know one that you want to go back to. But back then, you know, what are you I, I about? what I mean is in the moment when that game came out, it's still good. Yeah, what I'm saying is that people look back on that game now and say, oh, it's it's kind of a piece of shit because it's only one player. And I'm saying, oh no, like it's that, like no, we, it's it's like a perfect game. It's just that it's not two players, so it's right. Like, but people write that off and say, well, it's not, you know, it's well, almost like arcade perfect, you know. I, I don't know about that, but I'm just saying, you know, back then it didn't matter that it was it was probably one player. Most people were probably only playing it one player, anyways. I was, you know, and it didn't matter that it, you didn't have a second person, you know. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, so tur- you know, Turtles in Time is. You know, again, it's one of those when you when you talk about beat 'em ups, it's it's in it, it's probably on the podium, I would say. It doesn't take a lot of s- skill, like because like pretty much you anyone can pretty much jump in and play it and. Well, that's beat 'em ups in general, yeah. I would say. But you know, it's Ninja Turtles. Right. I mean, it's got it's again like going back to the music. Like it's got good music. It's got the um, sound effects. The sound effects are really really Even good. Even just the intros, Big Apple, 3 a.m. Yeah. yeah. It kind of gets you primed. For it. Yeah, you might have to you might have to dub some of that in here just to give people the flavor. So, it's a very yeah. colorful game. So you had you had Turtles Four coming in in August of '92, and then you know we talked about the 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 B team making Turtles Three. Well, you had another B team that was working on um, Turtles the uh, the Hyperstone Heist. Which came out on December fifth, nineteen ninety two. At least that's from what I've researched. That's what that's what I could right find for that holiday so, rush. Yeah. So basically, at the end of the year, it, you know, Sega finally got their Turtles game after four games coming out on the on the <laughs> on the Nintendo consoles. They finally got theirs. But I would argue December ninety two, Sega had about as much momentum as they ever had at that point. Sonic two had Been come three out. Years. You know, Sonic 2 had come out, Streets of Rage 2 had come out, you know, their sports games were big, Madden was huge, um, I don't think Mortal Kombat had come out yet, that was, I think, 93, or 94. 93, oh, Mortal Kombat came out in 93. In the arcade? No, I think that was, like, their Mortal Kombat day was in, like, September. Of 93? I think so. We'll have to check I on that. Say that. We'll have to check on that. But um, anyways, I, I think that was, you know, that was kind of the the, the point in time where if if Sega was going to get a game, they, they that would be the point, and they and they did. Um, the, again, it was a B team that there was only one person that actually worked on any of the previous games, um, and his name was Hiromi Sumida. He was a product designer on the game, and he did a lot of stuff with. The Tiny Toons games back in the day. On Nintendo? Uh, on Nintendo, on um, Super Nintendo, on Genesis, like Buster Bust Loose. Well, yeah, those ones on he Nintendo did. were great. Um, I mean, I can only speak to Buster Bust Loose and uh, Acme All-Stars, and I think those games are great. So, I, I, I mean, I'll take your word for it on the NES game. Mm, that's um, good. We'll have to track that one down. But um, And he also worked on a lot of games for the MSX, which was a Japanese computer um, Metal Gear, the original Metal Metal Gear game, um, actually was on MSX. That's kind of like the game that most people in the West know that system for, or that computer for that, and um, Vampire Killer, which was sort of a arranged version of uh, Castlevania One. 
And uh, so the Hyperstone Heist is kind of sort of like an amalgamation between um, Turtles in Time, Turtles 2, the arcade game, and uh, Turtles 3, the, um, the Manhattan Project. It basically takes the levels from Turtles 2 and Turtles 4 and the, and the sprites and the graphics from Turtles 4 and the story um, from the Manhattan Project and kind of smashes them all together into one, into one game. And so basically the story is that with the, with the Hyperstone that they were using in Turtles 3, Shredder basically shrinks the, uh, you know, Manhattan and, you know, takes the, the Statue of Liberty and moves it and, and, uh, you know, puts another challenge out to the, to the turtles that they got to come and attack him essentially. And, the thing about Turtles, uh, the Hyperstone Heist, that I think is the most significant, but aside from the fact that it kind of combines aspects of all of these different games, to me, and this is it might be it might seem like a small thing to most people, is is the run mechanic. There's actually a dedicated button on the Genesis controller that is a run button, which makes oh, it wow. which makes it so you you feel so much more nimble to get from one side of the screen to another or to attack a character by not having to wait. The difference between Turtles 4 and Turtles the Hyperstone Heist is, for the most part, besides the scaling and the rotation levels, is the ability to run on command. And it makes such a big difference, I think, in how you play that game. Um, and so I've been playing Hyperstone Heist for, I would say, about a week and a half with, with my little guy. And... I'll tell you we're having a blast and it's i think one of the reasons why he's got this interest in um the turtles so much now i mean we've got we got a turtles balloon he bought you know 10 different turtles characters i've got um, a buddy of mine who sells uh action figures looking for the the four uh, turtles uh original characters from 1989 for me because because sal wants them of course trenton would say i'm enabling <laughs> um I've actually never, still haven't played the Hyperstone Heist. Well, we're gonna remedy that here. Um, <clears throat> just one, a couple, couple more tidbits. So the stages, uh, like I said, are from Turtles 2, the arcade game, and Turtles in Time, but they're longer. So they've been able to um, stretch them out, put more enemies in them, and kind of make it work where that they were changing some of those levels enough so that the flow between them would work because you have, you know, the arcade game and Turtles in Time are two completely different games, but they kind of put them together. One of the other significant fact uh, uh, facts to this game is that it's the only game that has Tatsu in it, and Tatsu is from the live-action movies. He's the second-in-command to Shredder, and he's actually... He's, he's the dojo boss. If we remember Turtles 2, you fight that um, mechanical samurai... Or, oh yeah, or Shogun yeah. in that like, level. That's one of the towards the end. Yeah, so you fight Tatsu at the end of that level in the Hyperstone Heist. So they do that level in this game, and you fight Tatsu at the end. Um, so that's that's pretty much uh, the difference there. So it's one of those games that's not really talked about that much because Turtles in Time was so big that it sort of overshadowed it, um, and Turtles was for the most part, a Nintendo property. When you think back on that time, Turtles really wasn't synonymous with Sega. It was, it was, well, it was know. Nintendo. 
So it was just Nintendo. It was Nintendo was the only thing there, you know. Well, by the end of '92, I think it could be argued that Sega had had stepped it up. I think at that point they were probably neck and neck, you know. But us growing up with Nintendo, we still kind of saw it as that because all the Turtles games were on those Nintendo consoles. And hence, you've never played it, and I didn't know of it back then either. Mm. You know, and I, I pretty much grew up a Sega kid, and I didn't even know about it. So, all right, so what we're going to do is we're going to fire up this bad boy and um, see what Trenton Wright thinks of it. Mm. We'll be right back. Okay, so we are back from playing Turtles the Hyperstone Heist. The stone has been hoisted. Um, I think the most glaring revelation that we got is we pretty much played as much as a beavis and butthead episode and <laughs> the game was over yeah about, about 13 minutes <laughs> um of course uh i did not have to continue but trend's skills need to be honed a little bit yes you know got caught with uh right in the last level yeah, got caught, got caught with those Mausers a little bit. Caught with my mouth open. Oh, well, sometimes that happens. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, the one thing I could say about Hyperstone Heist is the action is really, really tight. I mean, it's just, it, it is a really fun game to play. Music is really good. Um, you made a comment that you thought that the sounds were a little muffled or a little muted. Yeah, when you're hitting, like, the foot soldiers... And then when like you hit them like three times or whatever, and they and they blow up, it's just kind of like, it's a, mm. I think and I, like I, on the Super Nintendo one when you you're hitting them, it's got like a real bass thump to it. It's like doof doof doof. Yeah, I, <laughs> I never really thought of it. I mean, when you mentioned it, I heard it and I was like, it sounds like like a wet towel hitting a wall. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily bad. It's just, it just kind of sounds like a wet blanket almost. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not as as not as like. You know, impactful. But if as... you had never played the Super Nintendo version, you only had a mm. Sega back then. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. Except for the levels, it's just kind of like here's a bunch of levels, and they just kind of go like you're just what was the one? Um, you're on like the ship, the ghost the, ship, yeah, the, the ghost mysterious ship. ghost. But before ship. that, you're just like in New York. No, right? before that, you're on the you're on the surf. You're you're on the um. No, like no, 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 I know, that's, the, that's the same surfboards. level, though, but the level before yeah. that. Oh, level before that, you, like, you just start in the sewers, and then... And then all of a sudden... You get like, onto, you get onto the, streets, <laughs> the streets of Manhattan. A mystery ghost ship. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you start in the sewers, you go into Manhattan, then you go back in the sewers to fight Leatherhead. It's like you're technically not going back in time, but you're on a pirate ship. Well, you're on the mysterious <laughs> ghost ship. Because, you know... It's, it's, bounce it's, those it, ghosts! It's, it's the Hyperstone Heist, why not? You know, why don't you have a mysterious ghost ship, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it, they tried to tie the games together. Obviously, it didn't work maybe as well as they wanted to, but all, all in all, I mean, it's it's an awesome game. I mean, I, I really, again, I, uh, like I said before, I really like the the run mechanic, the the dedicated run button because it it really speeds up the game and it makes it I don't know flow really well in terms of like you know action moment to action moment. I still prefer Turtles in Time. You know, I. I do like the little bonus stages in um, Turtles in Time. Well, where you collect the pizzas and at the end it tallies up the, the like the mystery pizzas. Remember, there's like two of them, and uh, there's the sewer level where you where you you know with the ow my toe where you collect yeah. like the mystery pizzas and then it tells you how many pizzas you got and you get like a oh, little yeah, extra yeah, bonus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and then yep, there's yep. the mode seven level where you're in like the neon, neon city. There's another. That's another one. So those are kind of cool. 
Yeah. This one, it had that level where, where we were getting the mystery pieces, but it didn't do anything. Remember? We were on yeah. the surfboard. Yeah, it was, just, it was, it it was just, giving you points yeah. towards an extra life. Yeah, I mean, like I said in the last episode, Hyperstone Heist is kind of like... It almost feels like the leftover shit crammed together. They literally just threw levels together but, from the different Turtles games, and that's what it was. There's a the game. But gameplay is king, right, of anything, <laughs> and and that makes the game really, really good. If if you play this game, you're going to be happy. You're going to enjoy it. You know, you're not going to play for an hour or two hours or three hours. But if you're but <laughs> twenty five minutes. But if you've got a friend who's never played it before, it's a fun little romp to get through. It it does have the sprite work of the Turtles in Times, uh, Turtles in Time game, and um, you know the the two arcade games. But um, yeah, it is it's, it's just it's really, really short. it's just really short, and you know go into it with that expectation, and I think you'll be you'll be fine. Like I said, the music is really good. It's got kind of like a Japanese you know flair Very, to it from level to level. It does yeah, it does sound similar to like the Super Nintendo style music. It's not like that. Standard like that Sega. I don't know how to describe. Kind of like bassy, bassy twang. Yeah, it's that, it almost sounds like it's like it could have been on like the Super Nintendo version. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, you know, like I said, it's a great game. I, I think um, I think Turtles in Time is still my favorite out of all of them. But, yeah, the voice, the voiceover stuff in the in the Super Nintendo version is. I don't know if which one's more accurate, but I don't know. This you're just so used to the Super Nintendo one, where they're like Cowabunga, and this right. one they're like Cowabunga. It's like yeah. kind of like high pitched. Yeah, I mean the S or the um the Genesis doesn't do voices as well as the Super yeah. Nintendo. I mean it's the technology is like three years older than than the Super Nintendo is, but but it hangs and it's I think it's I think because of the uh, resolution it's a little bit crisper. I think the Super Nintendo game is a little bit you know, it's like that effect of, of the Super Nintendo having a lower resolution. It kind of stretches things out a little bit. Yeah. But, no, the Super Nintendo game is, you know... If you had to choose between the two, I still would go with Turtles in Time. Oh, yeah. But but this is definitely a great option. You know, all of these games, there's a reason why they have such a legacy, is that you really can pick up any of those, those games, except for, you know, the first one, which, of course, I still have a place in my heart for, but... You know, we all know what that one is, but those, you know, two, three, four, and I would even include Hyperstone Heist. You know, they've created really a legacy for themselves in time of of just, you know, being one of those uh, upper echelon type type games and really cemented them itself as a premier franchise in gaming forever. Definitely one of the the top beat 'em up um, franchises ever that's been created. Um, and, tur- and turtles themselves have have just been, when you think about everything that's ever come out for comics or or cartoons, turtles kind of. I mean, they still make turtles stuff nowadays. There's still turtles movies coming out, like the live action movies yeah, and the toys. Yeah. Which I don't know how good though those are, but um, for some reason, the turtles have sort of subsisted for a very very long time. And you know, this is one of those things to go back to where. You know, it's kind of cool that they they're still around, and they're still producing stuff. But then I can show my son all these old, awesome, amazing games that he can actually pick up and play, because he's too young to get Zelda, uh, you know, or any kind of a, a game where there's holes where he can fall into, you know, like a, like a Super Mario or anything like that. He can pick up Streets of Rage, he can pick up Turtles in Time, and have a blast, you know. And that's and that's great for me being a dad because. 
I can play along with him. And it's a special moment between us that we can share together, you know, and there's, there's a, a guy that I know who's in my business group. And he told me a couple of years ago, he said, you know, when, and this is for any, any of you guys out there that are parents, he said, you know, whatever that you, whatever you do, whatever you really, really enjoy, make sure that your kids know that. And they're a part of it because if you don't, they're going to grow up and find other things that they love and you're going to have nothing in common with them. And so like it completely like resonated with me that I want to instill the things that I love into my son because I think that's the place that we're going to have connection with for the rest of our lives, you know. Um there's not a whole lot that me and my dad shared together except for a couple of things with sports and rutabagas and rutabagas and beets and beet farms. <laughs> And how to eat cabbage seven days a week. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's that kind of resonates with me. But um, is Turtles in Time your favorite out of the whole? Oh, out of all of them. Out of all of them. Which which one? I still is, think is like um, is like the closest to you, like that you hold as like man. your favorite. And I mean, it might not be the best game, but I think Turtles. I think Turtles two. Just, I think it's, I don't, I, it's, it's a longer, it's a longer game. It's a little bit more, it's definitely more difficult. But I, I would think probably, man, I don't know. It's like Turtles Two and Turtles in Time. It's like one A, one B. It's like you right. could switch back and forth. Um, I think Turtles Two. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I don't think we've <laughs> still haven't like beat it like we've properly. Never, no. We're gonna one of these days we will one of these days we'll we'll put it together. I think it's just practice. I think it's just doing it more and more and more. You know, I mean, how much time do we have to play video games? Practice. Yeah, no, I I, I don't know if I necessarily can pick one because I I didn't really grow up with these games when they came out, and it's hard for me to have sort of an emotional tie from back then. Um, you know, except for the first one, and I'm not I'm definitely not gonna pick the first one as my favorite. Um, but I, I'd have to say I'm kind of right there with you, somewhere between the second one and the fourth one. You know, I mean, I'll I'll go with Turtles in Time. Fuck it, I'll, I'll do I'll say Turtles in Time because <laughs> that's a bold move. <laughs> not really. I mean, it's probably it's probably the easy move because it's the I one know that, that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you were joking. But yeah, I mean, it's it's. I think it, technically it's the best game. I think it's it's um. You know, it's a, it's a blast. It has great graphics, great music, uh, the explosions, the the contact is all great. Um, yeah, I mean, if if it's like you're just trying to play a game real quick for like a half hour or so, right. like that, yeah, that's which is which is our which is our lives. This is definitely that's like the perfect yeah. like perfect game, because I mean, obviously, Turtles Two takes all day. I mean, it's like definitely over an hour, hour and a half, at least to like to go through the whole game. I mean, it's just really, it's just so, especially because, you know, in Nintendo, like, the graphics are really good. Everything about the game is great. Yeah. I mean, Super Nintendo, you kind of expect, you know, that to be the, the game the way it is. But, yeah, just Turtles 2. It's it's hard, but it's, you know, that difficult where you want to keep going you, and try you, again. You want to conquer going. it. You want to defeat it. And it's almost like you enjoy the, not that you enjoy losing, but it's just like, I don't know. When when we beat it, we're gonna be like, what what else? What do we do now? With our I think that's makes that's why I want to like you know? play it more, because it's a little more, a little more difficult. So we haven't beat it as in Turtles. Yeah. It's just we can it's make that easy. happen. Turtles Turtles in Time is it's just an easy game, but it's, right. it's I mean it's fun. Right. But 
But it's kind of like, at this point, we've played it so many times that it's just, yeah. you know, it's not as challenging. It's not because we're great at video games. It's just <laughs> that it's it's an easier game. But it would be nice to kind of get, you know, get back into Turtles 2 a little bit more and try to beat it. So let us know if you guys have been able to beat it on a straight run. I'm sure people have. Yeah. No problem. They're probably like, yeah, it's pretty easy i don't know what you're I, talking about I, I guess yeah i don't know what's wrong with us then huh i've been playing games since 1986 1987 what's wrong with me progressively worse yeah so in other news while we were at our break um you know i managed to snag a copy of herc's adventures on sega saturn for 225 dollars no big deal what have you done with your life <laughs> um where did you learn to fly <laughs> so i think um I think we're getting close here, folks. I've got probably, if any of you don't know, um, we're, we're trying to uh, complete a Sega Saturn American uh, set of games. And uh, I think we're about 80 or 85 games left to go. And, uh, In the home not, stretch. Yeah, not that, not that many more expensive games to go. Right now we're staring at uh, Resident Evil, Mega Man X4, and Mega Man 8. So one day it'll happen, and then again I won't know what to do with myself. Mm. But... All right, any parting thoughts? I think we've said all there is to say about Turtles, and we can kind of move on. What's our next episode going to be, Trent? I don't know yet. We haven't we haven't made a final decision on... So we've talked, we've we, talked about we've talked about a couple Road of Rash. Things. We've talked about Road Rash, and we've talked about possibly um, WrestleMania, the arcade game, playing a couple versions of that. Uh, we posted it on our Instagram uh, the Super Nintendo version um, and the Saturn version, but um, maybe let us know if you guys have a choice between Road Rash, a couple versions of Road Rash, or uh, WrestleMania. Um, I definitely have some memories about Road Rash growing up. Um, unlikely memories, actually, but um, I don't have really much experience with WrestleMania. You definitely have. No. Obviously, <laughs> being the wrestler. No way. Experience. You have you have experience with both, so we could go we could go both ways. Um, pause. Pause on that. <laughs> we could we, we could play either game, and I think we'll have uh, some stories to tell for you guys. So let us know. Uh, hit us up. Here's with a, a little with, story I got hit, to tell. Hit us up with a comment. Um, you can about two bad games that you know so well. They started way back in history. <laughs> Beastie Boys. No, it's great. I I was enjoying it. Um, we're at the Turbo Duo on Instagram. You can email us at theturboduo at gmail.com. And then uh, we, we still have a YouTube channel. Um, you just search the Turbo Duo. And uh, there we do have some videos up there, some pickup videos. Um, we're and then we post the podcast on there and as we, well. Yep. And um, so eventually we'll try to do it as a... I'd like to do it as like a video. Just rec- Just record us. Not really doing anything extra, but just have a video to accompany the the audio. Put it on YouTube. Well, people, if we could get like that. yeah, but if we could get the uh, capture device to not speed up. Oh well, yeah, that's a probably a simple thing. We just gotta yeah. test it out. Do some more gameplay, playalongs. Yep, yep, and then uh, at the end of the year we'll get into um, retro convention season summer's gonna heat up baby yeah well is it um retro world expo is in what september september i'm what, sure we could find something some, in the summertime someone close that would be kind of cool New York get, some, get, some, get some footage somewhere close 
So look out, uh, you know, things happening on the, on the Turbo Duo. So we want the game, sucker. Oh gosh, we coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have enough. But well, thank you guys for listening. Have uh, you know, a great rest of your day, great rest of your week or weekend, whenever you're listening to this. Hopefully, if you're driving, you're not, uh, uh, you know, turning off the road when myself or Trenton says a weird, wacky comment. And um, you're staying safe out there. So enjoy. Keep it retro. Keep gaming. And uh, stay classy. blankets oh good morning vietnam <laughs> what'd you say security blanket? yeah like a safe space blanket safe safe place yeah like an army blanket <laughs> no what, what does that look like a safe place you know where no one can offend you <laughs>